0: are listening to the unemployed af dad podcast check out the video on youtube at unemployed af dad and now here are your hosts adam and leslie lancaster hello hello thank you guys for listening hope whatever you're doing you're having a great day great week we really appreciate you tuning in today how are you doing today les i'm
1: doing great how are you
0: Oh, I am so excited, as always, to do another episode with you, Unemployed AF Dad. But let's just dive right into it. What are we going to be talking about today?
1: We're going to be focusing on how food affects our body, but the meat and potatoes will be more of like a mental health aspect and how food and what we put in our body can really shape um, our mental health. I love food but well, we all do. This to, is America.
0: To quote one of my favorite shows Parks and Rec, Andy Dwyer said, "Did you know the food you eat becomes energy? Boom, that's spaghetti." <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who haven't seen it, check it out. Parks and Rec, great show. It's awesome. One of our favorite. I think food is one of those things where everybody knows that the food you eat is going to affect how you feel. But like you said, I think a lot of people are you know kind of focus on the physical part of it. Like if I eat too much, I'm going to be overweight. I'm not going to feel great. But, you know, mental health is um, huge these days. I mean, that's kind of a buzzword everybody uses, mental health, self-love, self-care. Um, but, you know, I don't know as many people really make that correlation between the food that they're eating and their mental health.
1: Yeah, especially right now we're post-COVID, um, our younger generation is seeing a huge uptick in anxiety and depression and all of these disorders. Um I think we can safely link that to a large part in the food that we're eating. I mean, I'll wait to go into like statistics <laughs> we and do, stuff. We
0: do have a lot. And so, obviously, first things first, full disclaimer we are not nutritionists. We are not experts. However, you know, Leslie, you do have a health coach background, which yeah. I think does enable you to be able to speak to this way more mm-hmm. eloquently than I can do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I graduated from IN, which what like covered a gamut of. Um, aspects of health. It wasn't just, um, you know, the food you put in your body and how it affects you physically, but also emotionally, spiritually, mentally. It was a well-rounded curriculum that focused on how food and um, not just food, but like movement and all kinds of stuff, how it affects our life. So in some way, it was more of like a life, A life coach (laughs) rather than a health coach but obviously health affects our life in so many different ways so
0: and I think food can be a lot like alcohol it not only will affect you physically but certainly alcohol affects you mentally and food is the same way we've talked about how alcohol played a part in my anxiety and my mental health um, years ago Mm -hmm. Um, and and food is the exact same way if you continue to put the same garbage in your you know in your mouth and eat it it's going to physically affect you but yeah mentally I think there's a link between that right because as you physically start to see the changes and Mm -hmm. feel the changes it's going to kind of affect your mental health you're going to be maybe a little bit more depressed um, maybe not as motivated to Mm -hmm. you know do your workouts or or whatever you know you like to do to maintain your you know your healthy lifestyle.
1: I mean, I can speak to that on a very personal level of after having bliss and just having a lot of um, like headaches and pain in my um, like right above my eyes. And it got to the point where I was just like, like, I can't be a good mother because I'm just always in pain all the time. And I noticed it always started like 20 minutes after I ate. And so I'm like, OK, it's got to be something that I'm eating. And I just started weeding out basically all of the bad things. Mm-hmm. And I whittled it down to fruits, vegetables and meat. And I saw a huge difference in the my pain. My pain went away. But then, like you said, then I saw a big difference in my body. Like my waist size got much smaller. I was able to maintain a healthy weight just by trying to figure out how to, you know, temper the pain in my head. So yeah, it was a, it was a kind of a a dual you know dual extraction there Mm -hmm. which was so so wonderful on both accounts but
0: yeah i mean that's and one other disclaimer we do not eat healthy 100 percent of the time nobody nobody does does. this is something that's always going to be a work in progress for us some days some weeks some months are going to be better and then circumstances may change and you might have reasons why you just can't maybe focus so much on your on your meals and And, you know, thank God that you meal prep for us. Um, That is, uh, I mean, again, kind of a no brainer, right? If you meal prep, that sets you up for success. But it's easier said than done. There's a lot of time that goes into it, a lot of mental energy that goes into meal prepping. What am I going to make this week? When am I going to set aside time to do that? Um, But it it certainly does make a a huge change and kind of keeps you on that healthy track.
1: Oh, for sure. Meal prepping is like a a whole um, kind of, skill or beast to tackle just on its own because it's taken me i mean i've been doing that for us for years Mm -hmm. now and i finally got to the point where i'm like okay you know i can zoom in i know what i need and it doesn't take very long like it takes a cl- few notes yeah it takes like a few hours but in the beginning my goodness it was oh, like yeah. you'd all have the, like, sunday all sunday afternoon the table
0: and counters it and, was yeah. yeah it was, it was like a such a
1: huge production but also
0: you were meal prepping for other people too like to i Fred, was, you had like a little side hustle going. i did
1: i had you know some co yeah, who
0: like 60 plates ago
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah but that's like a whole a whole different, whole different episode that we could dive into on meal prepping.
0: So again, this episode is more going to be the food related to our mental health, mm-hmm. but also we will kind of talk about the physical part too. Obviously that plays a big part in it. So kind of to start off, we know that this country is not quote healthy by, by <laughs> most standards. Um, and we will be referencing a lot of uh, research and statistics and things. So this is not coming straight from us, obviously. These are things that you could look up yourself but we just like to put it all together for you because in a day and age where there's so much information, just you're bombarded, and one day you can read something that you know spinach is great for you. You should always have spinach, and then the next day there's somebody out there saying, "No, no, don't eat spinach, it can cause uh, kidney stones and and so you know, we like to try to just put it together in a way that is you know relatable and, and easily understood because I'm no nutrition expert, I don't know a lot of this stuff, a lot of this stuff goes over my head, but I know at its core, you know, I eat something that's good for me, like that's, you know, grown from the earth, I'm probably going to feel pretty good.
1: Most likely. Yes. (laughs) And a lot of this is it's trial and error for your own body. So something that like really, really makes me feel Mm -hmm. good may not make you feel great. And that could be something that is grown from the earth. Like, you know, if I have a really poor, uh, metabolic, um, detoxification for like um, sugar and I eat a banana and and I feel like crap, but you, you know, your body can do that. Mm -hmm. Your body can metabolize it really quickly. Then of course, you know, that, that works for you. That does not work for me. Our body constitutions are all different and you have to kind of dive in and see what makes you feel good and what does not make you feel good. It is not a one size fits all diet for
0: everybody. That's a great point. And it's exactly like what we talked about in the prior episode, I think, a couple episodes ago about parenting. Yeah. What, one size does not fit all. You know, <laughs> it, and for you know, someone to sit here and say like, you eat this food and you will feel great. You have to eat this. You must, it, again, yep. yeah, everybody's different. Everybody, mm-hmm. Everybody's body is going to metabolize things different. Yep. So you're right. You know, the, what we're talking about may work for us, but it may, you know, my, it's trial and error. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I tried this. It didn't work. me to try that and it does work they'll stick with that absolutely but um according to the cdc about 42 percent of adults in america were considered obese in 2020 now again that this term obese you know that that's basically they're looking at the bmi body mass index and we know that you know for different people that can look differently i could be skinny and, and look like i'm you know healthy but not be healthy at all and then someone who maybe would be considered a little overweight um, by, you know, these standards could be much healthier mm-hmm. than me. You yeah. know, it, you can't just, it, looking at uh, uh, somebody's weight or BMI, it does not tell you the whole story right. of how healthy that person is. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I totally agree. That's just one, um, one standard that, for whatever reason, the United States has really latched onto.
0: Yeah, and kind of along the lines of obesity, Um, In the United States, it is estimated that about 60% of the calories consumed by the average person come from processed foods. not shocking. It's not shocking at all. Like, go into a grocery store. What what do you mostly see when you walk in? It's usually all the processed stuff is kind of in the main hub of the store, right? In the center. In the center. And then the outsides, Uh like towards the back and, you know, not what you first see when you walk in that meets your eye you know it's that's going to be all your processed foods but then you kind of have to search for for all the healthy stuff no
1: i mean like i guess not necessarily yeah like uh, walmart they always have like their produce like right when you walk into the grocery section um aldi the same thing i mean this is our you know Mm -hmm. walmart our, all the i don't know maybe some of them are different but um traditionally yes all of your um like produce and cold items um are on the outside That's why. Um, that's a really a good lesson to learn about the grocery store. Like when you're shopping, buy a bulk of your groceries on the outside right. of the grocery store. I've always heard
0: that. Yeah. Stick to the outside. Stick to the
1: outside because that's where your meats, um, try and find high quality dairies. You're gonna find your fruits and vegetables, um, all of that good stuff that's, you know, hopefully gonna make you feel good according to your own body constitution, mm-hmm. um, is is going to. And then all of your other things you know the more processed foods like your cereals and your mac and cheese and all the you know, stuff frozen pizza good. and yeah all of that <laughs> stuff your doritos all that all of that stuff is going to be more in that center so if you can focus on the outside
0: you're- yeah but think about that 60 percent of what the <clears> average <throat> person is eating is processed so it is those cereals those doritos those things you talk about and we're not even going to get into the whole aspect of, you know, being able to afford to eat healthy because we all know a food in general these days is just outrageously Everything priced. Is it's in very inflation. expensive. So I do, you know, some people just don't have the luxury mm-hmm. of being able to afford healthy food. And, and that's, you know, again, a whole nother topic. And we understand that part of it too. And if
1: you want to dive into more of that, if you feel like um, you're more like located in like a food desert or something like mm-hmm. that, then a great person to follow is Max Lugavere. Mm -hmm. Um, He really dives into like, you know, you don't have to eat the organic um, grass fed beef. That's been blessed by a shaman and only grown up around, you know, the sound bowl and is nurtured all, you know, like you don't have to do that because that's probably going to be really, really expensive. meat You know, like if you can get the best quality of what you can afford, then that's the best that, that you can that you can do
0: right and i think that's a good kind of transition into some common misconceptions mm-hmm. about food and what's yeah, healthy oh, before her. that one quick little thing um <clears throat> about you know and calories being consumed 60 percent is from processed food according to this study um again calories are not all the same do you want to kind of dive into very briefly quality calories
1: yeah so um obviously you know we're very focused on caloric intake Mm -hmm. in the United States and uh, we can dive into like why that has come to about. Like we did a short, you know, kind of uh, rabbit hole (laughs) escape into that. Um, and I believe, uh, Sean Stevenson has an episode that goes into like the history of the calorie. Um, we can link that at at the end of this, but Mm. it's, it's really fascinating. Really. If you like, if you want to nerd out and go in there and, and figure or uh, kind of dive into that. But um, obviously not all quality calories are are quality calories, right? So like we're focused on, you know, 1,200 or 2,000 calories a day or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and I think it's 2,000. Is it 2,000? I don't know. There's a lot of women does, does that it. are like 1,200 calories because you got to cut calories in order to cut, you know, fat and all
0: But what all calories this are they like if you're, you know, exactly. having three Diet Cokes, like you said yes, before we a, got on here, know, and you know, bag of
1: M and M's and a bag of Cheetos, but you stayed under your 1,200 calories? You, that that's was not, not a win. That's not a win. That's not quality food. So you have neglected any like vitamins, minerals, um, omega threes, antioxidants fiber like all of those things that are one going to give you energy and two going to give you brain power and i mean like you know lengthen your telomeres so that you can live a longer life um longer life and more
0: quality more quality
1: life you know um like let's just think of like our aging skin right like if we're only consuming like sodas or juices or whatever like we may be very dehydrated, which means our skin is going to wrinkle faster. and
0: Just like with alcohol we, consumption. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. We live in a very vain society, and, and you don't even have to be vain to want to look good, Everybody's right? Everybody's spending
0: hundreds of dollars on these creams and everything, yeah. and all they have to do is just look at the food they're eating.
1: Right, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, though, you really look at the quality of your calories rather than the... Um, you know the the number that you're taking intuitive eating too. Like side note here, <laughs> intuitive eating is something really cool to look into as well. There's a really cool gal that um, Adrian follows on Instagram. We can link her in the bottom too. Um, but she, I, I believe, there's a she wrote a book too. But um, learning to be like an intuitive eater. So basically just listen to what your body needs. Yeah, be able so to like simple, right? quiet the chatter of like, oh, I want chocolate or I want Doritos or, you know, whatever it is. And just to be able like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm really craving this but maybe that means i need you know some more iron or i need more uh calcium or something like that but to be able to like dive in and intuitively eat rather than eat from like an emotional perspective or from some other you know part in your life but Mm
0: -hmm. and the one other thing i wanted to add about the calories you referenced sean stevenson Mm -hmm. the model health show he is amazing he's if you want (laughs) to learn more than you ever could know about food read his books, listen to his podcast, The Model Health Show. But he did a study, and this goes along the lines with calories are not the same, right? Mm -hmm. Um, There was a study, and one group ate eggs, protein, for breakfast. The other group ate bagels, carbs, for breakfast. Um, And then over the course of this multi-week study, the people who had the protein, so the eggs-dominant breakfast, lost over 50% more weight. They had a 17% decrease in their body fat, hunger hormones went down, and they had a reduction in their BMI. And that's um, from episode 646 of the Model Health Show, uh, The Truth About Body Fat. But really f- fascinating episode. Definitely recommend you go listen to it. But it just goes to show that these people are eating the same amount of calories, mm-hmm. but the food they're eating is different, and it leads to weight loss for some people who are eating you know, the protein.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And like, I encourage you to go and do that um, kind of experiment on your own, right? So, one morning, eat eggs for breakfast and just kind of notice how your body feels. When are you hungry next? You know, are you hungry within 45 minutes, uh, 90 minutes, two hours? Like, are you satiated until lunchtime? And then the next morning, eat the bagel and then see, do you have the carb crash? Mm -hmm. Are you tired? Are you you know, are you then hungry again, 45 minutes later? Um, I, all, I love doing stuff like that. I love experimenting with my body, seeing what works, what doesn't, changing it up. I am not staunchly set in a specific yeah. way because I think that not only that, but like we're dynamic, we're changing. There's, there's always something that's different. So
0: I've done that with coffee. Um, I think I yeah. read somewhere a few months ago that you shouldn't have uh, coffee um, until at least 90 minutes after mm-hmm. you've been awake. Because if you, I don't know all the details, but basically it's going to keep you from crashing. Um, It's going to sustain your energy longer if you wait, you know, uh, 90 minutes. So I've been doing that, and I think I've seen a difference. But yeah, again, it's just experimenting. Everybody's going to be different.
1: Also, drinking quality coffee Mm -hmm. makes a huge difference. So coffee that's not, you know, laced with um, any sort of like pesticides and stuff like that um, is going to be, paramount to feeling better too and that has things like lion's mane and turkey tail and all of these like medicinal mushrooms that are also giving your brain a boost so like four sigmatic
0: i would say uh, shameless plug on that oh
1: man four sigmatic is amazing if
0: you're willing to spend a little bit extra money and i was kind of turned off by what it's mushroom coffee what are you talking it trust me it doesn't taste anything different than normal coffee coffee. it's a good coffee yeah and yeah, I, I've definitely seen a difference drinking and that compared to the stuff I used to drink.
1: There's actually so many more companies, too, that are doing mushroom coffee. So like um, there's a company called Rise. Um, there's a company called Rasa. There's so many more because there's so much um, research is coming out about all these medicinal mushrooms that are just, you know, lighting up our brains and making neural connections and. You know, we're be able to focus better. There's so many well, and, like amazing juicy things about them. And not to
0: mention, you know, a lot of the toxins that are in these, these you know, kind of name brand coffees yeah. that, that we're drinking every single day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: They're being sprayed with pesticides and all kinds of different nonsense.
0: Oh, well, speaking of, we, you wanna, <laughs> where's that stat? Sorry, we're going to have to look for that. That it's was, that was, was fascinating, bottom. that stat you found yeah. about pesticides. So in 1939, there were 32 active pesticidal ingredients registered with the federal government. It, I want to take a wild guess at how many there are now. I would never have guessed this. Approximately 75,000 chemicals are now in common use. I mean, from 32 in 1939 um, yeah, in 39 mm-hmm. to 75,000 over 75,000. That's just.
1: And like, we're scratching our heads and wondering why we feel the way we feel, why why there's an uptick of, you know, cancers and autoimmune disease and fibromyalgia and and, and, like, you know, all these things like we don't have to look very far. We're consuming so many toxic chemicals that our body is just like, I don't know what to do with all of this.
0: (laughs) And I think we all know that.
1: Yeah, we all do. We just kind
0: of choose to uh, ignore it. (laughs)
1: I think it's more multi-layered than that, it and is, I, I think it, is. it. There's, you know, we feel like we're we're in a losing battle. Essentially, we feel like no matter what we do, we're losing. Right? Because if we eat the fruits and vegetables, well, our fruits and vegetables are sprayed with pesticides, so we have to buy all organic. All organic is really expensive. Can I spend? 439 on one batch of strawberries when our kids can eat that in one
0: and <laughs> yeah. you know in, one, in sitting. one
1: sitting i mean there's a lot it's it's so it's so unfortunate the way that our uh, society, I mean, government, agriculture has set, uh, set us up for failure, essentially.
0: We could go off on a whole tangent <laughs> on that. But kind of going back
1: to the
0: correlation you mentioned, organic. Let's talk about some of the common misconceptions about healthy eating because you know they're, they're all out there. We're being, again, bombarded by content saying like, oh, this is good, this is bad, mm-hmm. this is good. So let's just briefly talk about some of the common misconceptions about healthy health eating, um, starting with all carbs are bad. Mm. not necessarily
1: oh no not at all um if we look at like you know sweet potatoes that's a carb right Uh are we just going to stop eating that even though it's got really good nutrients and, and benefits in it all carbs aren't bad we need carbs carbs are what gives us our energy you just have to search for the the good carbs you know not the ones that are going to crash and make you feel worse. Right, The
0: carbs and Doritos and things like that. Sure. Same, same with fats. Not all fats are bad. We got healthy no. fats like, you know, anything you find in nuts, avocados, olive oil. Yes. Um, and it's really important. Good for your heart.
1: You want to stick to fats that um, are like come from something that has been grown. So think, yeah, olive oil, which olives are grown and then the oil is expelled from that olive um avocados the same way it's very natural. You want to stay away from like vegetable oil, um any kind of like seed oils. Those are expelled in a very um highly toxic way and they're inflammatory oils. So they're going to cause more inflammation inside of your body and do more harm. And rather than, you know, your avocado, olive oil, all of those things, those are anti-inflammatory. Those are going to be your good ones that are going to um, kind of um uh keep your cells um from that inflammation
0: hmm um low fat or fat free products are always healthier yeah no. what 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 do they replace that fat with right sugars a lot of times sugars and, and it's and not additives, just yeah.
1: sugars, but it's artificial sugars mm-hmm. too because then they can say it's low fat and it's sugar free but what you're getting is a reduced amount of fat and an increased amount of some sort of chemical, right? Like an aspartame or something like that, which has been shown to lead to cancer and all kinds of different diseases. So, anything, if you're going to buy any sort of um, um, product that has fat in it, so, you know, yogurt or milk or something like that, you want to buy a good full fat milk a good full fat yogurt because it's gonna have the good stuff in it
0: gluten-free means healthy <laughs> i don't know why i had that misconception for a while I'm like oh gluten-free that's better for you no it, it simply means that the people who can't have gluten can have this product it really doesn't mean that it's any healthier it yeah. just means you're not gonna have that adverse of you know reaction yes to it
1: and I'm very gluten sensitive. We got a right. daughter that's very gluten sensitive. So I'm thankful it's for so some of these a, products. It's more an allergy. More yeah, so or a sensitivity. Um, yeah. There's like a whole thing that we could go into gluten about that we won't. Um, but um, I, I think, you know, I like a lot of these products in moderation because like, you know, you know, we can, we can make bliss peanut butter and jelly with the bread. And I don't have to spend two days making a loaf of bread, um, gluten-free. Um, so, but that does, yeah, health gluten-free products do not mean healthy because those products are still processed. Um, so they should still be, you know, eaten in moderation just because it says gluten-free on the box. doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that it's always good.
0: Uh, let's do one more. All natural means healthy.
1: Hmm. So, yeah, if you dive into more information on that, that's like the Food and Drug Administration's way of getting around. Like, you can't say that it's organic, you can't say it's healthy, but you can say that it's all natural, mm-hmm. which doesn't really mean anything. There's no weight behind that label. That label is just um, we something about- to, like you know yeah. real oh it says it's all natural what is that but it has like yellow number five and right. red 40 in it
0: we kind of laugh about foods that have quote been regulated <laughs> by the fda it's like does that really mean anything <laughs> right? does it doesn't mean that it's good like look at all the foods that uh-huh. have been regular by like by the fda yeah. i mean
1: and that have i mean like there's studies that have shown that red number 40 i think it's red 40 has been linked to ADHD mm-hmm. and can you know make it significantly worse. Do you think that we have um outlawed or banned red number 40? No,
0: I accidentally bought it a few weeks ago. I wanted something to like put in my water. I bought some Mio and like one of the first ingredients on there is red 40. I mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, well, not using that."
1: Yeah, exactly. That's I mean it's it's terrible. If you want to follow somebody who is a staunch advocate for um ingredients that go in foods follow the food babe Mm -hmm. she is amazing like not only is she um like very education forward trying to educate the public but she's also going to like congress and saying like this is not okay she's going to the food and drug administration she's calling out companies that say like why is it that in england your heinz ketchup only has four or five ingredients in it but your Heinz ketchup here in the United States has, you know, 14 ingredients in it and half of them are chemicals. Like, because, you know, Europe will, they won't allow some of those chemicals. So they're like, well, I guess we've got to, you know, we got to abide by those rules. You should just do it across. If you know that it's good for these humans, then you should right. have that same respect it for it the humans in at, the United States. Know? Exactly. But she is, she's really, really amazing. Um, and she has done some really cool work. So go check her out, The Food Babe.
0: All right. So let's just dive into how food affects your mental <clears throat> health.
1: Oh, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we're not going to dive, dive into it. We're kind of going to, we we know that it, it does, obviously. There's, you know, there's studies out there. and You can look them up yourself. But the correlation between the food you're eating and your mental health, and we like we talked about earlier, obviously the physical part of it is going to kind of spill over into the mental part when you're, mm-hmm. you're gaining weight or you just, you know, you feel sluggish or you just don't feel, you feel like, you know, motivated to do things that that's going to then affect your mental health. Um, let's more, I guess, more talk about like the foods that we can eat that will improve, improve our, our mental health. Yeah.
1: Um. For a hot second. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. So I remember when I know when you were dealing with anxiety, a while ago what was your diet like when i can't quite remember if we had changed um kind of our eating habits at that point i think
0: we had changed a little bit but my diet was still a lot of processed foods yeah and you know i think we've talked about earlier i did not really start eating um, vegetables consistently until probably my 30s Mm -hmm. um you know when we you always joke when we got married i would go to the store and i would literally just bring processed food home mm-hmm. maybe some bananas but <laughs> like i would bring home donuts and like and i ate all this stuff again not really having it affect my weight too much uh-uh. so if you just looked at me like oh he's thin he's healthy
1: and you went to the and gym all the this gym. time but
0: no i which wasn't is so healthy. funny and then as i got a little bit older i realized like hey this is starting to catch up with me. Yeah. Not that I ever got, you know, crazy overweight or anything, yeah. but I definitely lo- gained some weight. Yeah. And, you know, I started, I would even tell you, like, I just don't feel, I feel fluffy. I feel, <laughs> I don't know what I think. Yeah. I didn't use the word like. You said overweight. fluffy. Yeah. yeah. I didn't use the word overweight or, or anything like that. But, you know, just gaining 10 pounds, mm-hmm. you know, felt like, oh, I need to make a change. Like this is, mm-hmm. and, and you're, yeah, as, as much as you want to say, that you don't care about what other people think about you. And especially men, sometimes we have to be like, oh, I don't care about what I look the like. The you know. bod. Yeah, welcome the dad bod. You do care. Yeah. And, and even if you don't care what other people think, I care what you think about my body. I care mm-hmm. what I think about my body. And if I don't feel confident and comfortable in it, yeah. then I want to change it. Right. So yeah, to answer your question, yes, I was eating probably a pretty poor diet. And I think... Once I changed that diet and obviously changed some other things, started working out more, mm-hmm. um, it definitely improved the anxiety to the point where, thankfully, I really don't deal with it at all anymore. It's not even something on my radar.
1: How much do you think alcohol had to do with that?
0: Too? Oh, a ton. Yeah. Obviously, yeah.
1: Because I know you were
0: Hang- drinking. anxiety. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yep. That's a big one. When
0: you already have anxiety. And then, you know, we've talked about all the effects that alcohol have on you. The next day you're hungover. You your heart is already racing. And for me, my heartbeat, was my pulse was mm. always kind of a trigger. Like mm-hmm. I always check it. Like, even
1: when you're sick, you do that. Yeah, like,
0: and, and even if it's just a little bit abnormal, mm-hmm. then you start to spiral. Mm-hmm. So yeah. alcohol plays a huge part in that, obviously. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I was just curious. I <laughs> couldn't remember. Um, so mental health and what we're eating. Obviously um things that are grown from the earth that have you know the sun and the moonlight and you know nutritious soil and um are like those are the things that are going to make your body feel the best they're going to be rich in antioxidants and vitamins and minerals and they're going to really really support your uh, mental and your physical health um So a a diet that predominantly focuses on fruits and vegetables and your fruits and vegetables may look different, right? You like different things than I do, you know, like you're not a big cauliflower fan, Mm -mm. um, but I like that, you know, Um, so, or you just may have an intolerance to something, you know, you've got to play around with it. You got to figure out um, what works for you. I think that learning how to cook is imperative for everybody's well-being. I'm not sure why we're not teaching things like that in school because
0: excellent point. there
1: will never be a day in your well, life where are- you don't have to feed yourself.
0: <laughs> I, you know, again, my experience in high school, I took a cooking class and I think we basically just made desserts mm-hmm. like cookies, brownies, cakes, things like that. Maybe, you know, spaghetti, macaroni, cheese. And
1: it wasn't even like you can make all of those things, cookies, cakes, desserts. I just made cookies on our Snow day and they the were delicious. Use, and the, though, is, the ingredients the that difference. I use exactly, yeah. you know, almond flour and real cow and stuff that's probably that.
0: going to be a little more expensive. So it
1: is, but then it like, then you just take that into consideration, right? So, like, I made those cookies and they had maybe more expensive ingredients in it. So, I'm not going to sit there and I'm not going to binge eat all of them, right? I'm not going to, I'm not going to eat 12 of them. No, because one or two will satisfy you because they have better ingredients in it. It's going to satiate you more than the, you know, chips ahoy that like you can eat a whole sleeve of because your brain is just lighting up because it's got tons of sugar in it and you just want more and more mm-hmm. and more.
0: What the, I, this is kind of separate, but it, I mean, again, this is not stuff that's, you know, uh, oh my gosh, unbelievable. I never <laughs> knew that I should eat fruits and vegetables. Right, But again, we, we kind of... Um, maybe lose sight of it sometimes and yeah. we just want what tastes good to us but going back to like um uh chips ahoy that reminded me of a story i heard about i think it was again on the model health show but this guy had um bought a house and they had some sort of like oreo decoration on the kitchen counter i don't i mean this was a podcast like a cookie so I no, like somebody had like decorated Oreos to make something. Oh, I, don't, I don't know what they made. Okay. But he, he's like, oh, this was kind of cool. So he's like, we just left it up. And he's like, and we kind of forgot about it. And then like a year passed and then another year passed. And he's like, those Oreos looked exactly the same as the day we bought the house. Point being, when you have food, and we always think of McDonald's and their fries and burgers. When you have food that doesn't age and rot, obviously there is something wrong with that picture that we're putting that stuff in our bodies yeah. you know food, good food should rot it highly, should go bad yes
1: you don't want food that's highly preserved that's what's keeping those oreos right. stuck to that decoration mm-hmm. is that preservation of that it's not it's not actual food, it's chemicals that are keeping that and there. I
0: think that's the exact words that Sean Stevenson used. This is not actual food. No, it's we're, not. Yeah, we're putting things in our body that aren't food. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: I think uh, Mark Hyman, Dr. Mark Hyman had coined the term frankenfoods because they're not, you know, they're not real foods. It's like a concoction of, you know, random chemicals that they put together and they're like, yes, we're going to package this as food. <laughs> So anyways, uh, we digress. Back to mental health. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you like really focus on like those whole grains too. Whole grains are um, awesome. So like think of oats and quinoa and brown rice. Um, they're a good source of fiber too. So um, they're going to keep things moving in the, in the bowel arena. Um, and then, you know, your lean proteins So your chicken and your fish and um, this has tofu on it. So if that's your jam, go for it. I would always just say in moderation, some people can't do soy. I can't do soy. Mm -hmm. My body just doesn't tolerate that. So again, just kind of
0: listening to your own body.
1: with, yeah, yeah. If you eat it and you feel like garbage, then you're like, eh, a lot of people don't need that much protein too. I think in this society, we are all about like protein, 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 protein. Um, Sometimes you just, don't need that much protein. But on the flip side, there's some people that really do need a lot of it. Well,
0: again, if you're working out like a madman, you're going to need more protein. It's all about your lifestyle, right? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: You know, going back to calories, if I'm somebody who um, doesn't go to the gym and lift or, you know, I'm not Mm -hmm. super active, I'm not going to need as many calories as somebody who's like an Olympic athlete. Right
1: good point michael Michael phelps Phelps, exactly (laughs) yes exactly and we kind of touched on the 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 healthy fats too Mm the same i mean you know the same goes that like that's gonna healthy fats are gonna support your brain health um from what i understand fats are like the oil in your brain that like keep everything like spongy and juicy and so that you can you know make those thought connections
0: Let's quickly go over um, Dr. Amen's seven brain superfoods because I know Mm -hmm. you like him. Yeah, Um,
1: if you're not um, familiar with Dr. Amen, I'm just going to plug him real quick. Um, Dr. Amen is, uh, he's phenomenal. Check him out on social media or you could um, see a lot of his blog posts on amenclinics.com. He is a psychiatrist and he was the first in his field to actually start doing brain imaging. He to be a psychiatrist and he is like why are we the only medical professionals that don't look at the organ that we are studying that we're treating he's like this is insane so he started brain imaging and then from there um just realized that there was a lot of times people had suffered brain injuries that they didn't um correlate with like a brain injury so like uh, one example was this guy, he asked one of his patients, you know, have you ever had a brain injury? And he's like, no, I haven't had a brain injury. And then they started talking and all of a sudden the, the patient is like, well, this one time I was, I was riding my bike, uh, I was like mountain biking or whatever, and I fell off my bike and I cracked my helmet. <laughs> and Dr. Amen was like, you hit your head so hard that you cracked your helmet. Like that's, that's crazy, you know? So even those like concussions that, that we um, experience, that is severe to our brain health. Anyways, um, he goes into a lot of really um, amazing education. Um, he's got a, a ton of books out, um, all kinds of different stuff. So check him out. Um, but today we're going to be talking about um, the, his blog post. And it's from 2020, so a couple years ago. But it's Seven Brain Superfoods. Um, that can help you um, you know obviously your brain work quicker you want uh, word well, recall things that i'm I say we're all that
0: looking I'm for that competitive <laughs> edge right especially as we age there's all these pharmaceutical drugs out there that improve brain health or brain health and remember things and so and um, especially uh, i think i saw the other day that dementia is now what mm. like the third leading cause of death in the united states now so um yeah these are absolutely essential to
1: for sure yeah to your
0: longevity
1: yes um so if you're interested in guarding yourself against dementia or yeah lacking brain health then you know start start adding these to your diet
0: let's just quickly go over the seven and uh, maybe just briefly say what they are and i mean most of these people know but a lot of these are not like everyday household items necessarily that you're going to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, I I know them just because of you and you you know using them in the house. But um, if I wasn't with you, I wouldn't know what some of these are.
1: <laughs> so we'll start with hemp seeds. Um, they're literally just like little seeds that you can put on a salad, um, a smoothie bowl, smoothie, yeah, um, in a smoothie, mm-hmm. on a smoothie bowl. Um, put them on your avocado toast. Um, they are. I mean, any kind of seeds are going to have really good. Uh, they're gonna have that good um oil in them. So And you like, can get
0: this just at Aldi. Uh,
1: uh no, you can't no. get hemp seeds at Aldi, no. Well, um, see, I didn't
0: even know
1: that. <laughs> uh Thrive, I know Thrive Market, mm-hmm. um, which I shop at quite a bit. Um, it's like an online maybe grocery store. you have store. like a
0: Whole Foods or something, right? Yeah, your like area. a Whole Foods. Unfortunately we don't, but
1: Yeah. Um I'm sure like a Deerberg's, maybe a little bit more of like a bougie grocery store would um, have yeah, that.
0: We're from the Midwest, so if you don't know what these stores are, <laughs> we apologize.
1: <laughs> but I don't know if like a Schnucks, or I've never looked at you know Walmart or anything like that. But yeah. anyways, um, hemp seeds, um, definitely good for, um, for the brain, excellent source of omega-3s, um, and they just have a whole host of, of brain benefits that you can get from them.
0: Next is turmeric.
1: Oh, turmeric. Which I will am stain your hands? <laughs> turmeric will stain anything it touches, your countertop, your hands, anything, and for days, too. It's like a
0: yellowish day. <laughs> I was trying to clean it the other day. I'm like, ah, I don't think this is coming no, up. No, yeah,
1: it's there for good. Good thing we hate our kitchen. Uh, a Turmeric is like an Indian spice. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't have a whole lot of taste to
0: it. I can never tell.
1: Um, I it is it is an amazing anti-inflammatory spice um, that we have a, a study from 2009 from the Journal of Alzheimer's Disease researchers mixed um, curcumin and uh, vitamin D in the blood of Alzheimer's patients in a test tube and they found that it prevented the buildup of abnormal plaques um, associated with disease so more than um what do we got what do we have here (laughs) we have so many notes um more than seven seven thousand published articles have revealed that benefits of curcumin um including powerful anti-inflammatory properties as well as antioxidants blood pressure reg uh blood sugar regulation and anti-cancer activities are all um so uh curcumin is in um turmeric and so you're getting all of these like amazing benefits inside of that so that's why it's like so powerful so anti-inflammatory so anti-cancer um so cooking with um turmeric is is phenomenal um seaweed and sea vegetables i don't do a lot of cooking with these
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. i say Um, again these are these are seven superfoods, but, you know, you don't have to have all seven of them in your diet every single yeah, day. Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know? um, this is a lot of like, uh, I think like you can actually buy like seaweed paper. Um,
0: Does Isn't it good for like improving your insulin resistance and um, kind of controlling your blood sugar and things like that?
1: Mm, yeah, um, it's noted here. It's re- like good for like thyroid function, um, even like anxiety and sleeplessness. Um so, I mean, we could look into seaweed and sea vegetables, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, it says here, um, you, they have like chips and seaweed wraps and stuff like that that you can use instead of bread. Um, so that may be a place to go. So, you know, you want to make some like sushi at home?
0: <laughs> pea protein is next. And I know I've used pea protein um, powder, like uh, for protein powder for my smoothies before. That's
1: what Vega is. Yeah, exactly. Vega's is uh, pea protein. I um cannot do whey. My right. body is That's very kind of intolerant to whey. That's a protein
0: powder. It seems like whey. Yes. So
1: yeah. Um. So I
0: think pea protein is a, a better alternative personally.
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't know any studies on like whey or what it is mm-hmm. or what it does. Um. I just know from my own personal experience. You
0: feel better with it's, without it. Yeah. It
1: yeah. It is terrible. So um. It's a yeah plant based um protein powder. Um. And I know like. Uh, if you have ever gotten um, protein powder from like your superfood, they mm-hmm. use pea protein. They don't use whey. Um, so, and they're a little bit, you know, they're, they're way, way healthy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
0: Brazil nuts, I mean, a lot, any kind yeah. of nuts really are going to be those good fats that we talked about earlier.
1: Yeah. Uh, apparently, specifically, Brazil so. nuts um, have been shown to uh, support thyroid function and um your immune system and there's celium inside of them um which um is or like um uh, shows that when um cellium levels oh oh I'm sorry are too low or too high it increases the risk of depression in young adults hmm interesting um <laughs> um so you know that's something to keep in in, in mind um, you know it's antidepressant like effects in just a brazil nut you know you don't have to necessarily you know maybe take a medication but maybe if we just get more of these in our diet then it'll make us all feel better
0: yeah sardines Ooh, um gluten-free uh, not, <laughs> gluten-free whole oats those are the last two sorry to kind of speed this up but i know we're we're it's running okay. long on this it's
1: okay yeah
0: um but then I also want to touch base real quickly on um, some of the, like, the foods that will kind of fuel the mental health issues. Um, so we just talked about foods that are good for you, mm-hmm. good for your brain, that you want to be um, consuming. Um, let's talk about real quickly the ones that we don't want to be consuming very much of. Again, in moderation, we know that right. hey, occasionally you're going to have this stuff. But you know, again, sugar and refined carbohydrates, uh, the, sh- the sugar. I mean, almost everything that tastes good has sugar in it, unfortunately. It does,
1: and sugar has been shown to be more addictive than, like, hard drugs. It, it like, your brain just lights up when you have white sugar, and it's been shown to cause inflammation, diabetes, um, and you know, again, obesity. And increased markers
0: for Alzheimer's disease, yes, going back to that. Yes, exactly.
1: So. Oh, yeah, overall brain and hippocampal volume for memory um cognitive decline i mean like there's nothing on here that says that like you should eat more sugar and isn't it
0: funny how we (laughs) kind of almost reward our kids with Mm -hmm. sugar like oh you were good here's here's a lollipop or here yeah i know
1: i hate it i really do are,
0: are so many people have that correlation between like going over to grandma's house and having all the all the snacks little and debbies
1: everything. and yeah. all that good stuff yeah we, we I know. reward
0: people with unhealthy food we do
1: can't like think of i mean we have a whole holiday revolving around candy you yeah. know oh, halloween oh. and yeah exactly or even like christmas like think of all the treats and sweets that are at christmas time or um mm-hmm. you know thanksgiving it's it's crazy so another crazy. one to
0: avoid is artificial sweeteners i mean and it can be you can almost mindlessly just kind of pour that into your drinks like oh i'm just I'm drinking tea. It's not you, bad for me, but then you're pouring in artificial sweeteners. Also,
1: too, you get kind of duped into it because artificial sweeteners always say zero calorie on it. So you think, oh gosh, this is you know no calories, and I'm not using real sugar. So I'm, but you're actually just putting a chemical into your drink. Again, or, calories doesn't mean know, it's a bad thing. Yeah, exactly. But anything like that has aspartame in it, like NutraSweet, Equal. Um, I know sweet and low has saccharin in it. Um, doesn't diet
0: coke have zero calories? Yeah. Yeah, I mean.
1: But it's got aspartame in it. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like, sweetened by like, an well, artificial I drink, sweetener. I don't drink, so I drink diet coke because yeah. it doesn't have any calories. Again, you yeah. Know, but look at everything in there's so many the diet coke, so many chemicals in there.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh. Unfortunately, like we have lots of pesticides and chemicals on our fruits and vegetables and it's a terrible we talked about this in the beginning i mean yep.
0: yeah it's it's i i think at this point it's it's almost kind of unavoidable for certain stuff you just kind of have to assume that there's going to be some chemicals on it yeah um you hope that buying it organically is going to less than that but they're
1: only spraying the organic chemicals on it (laughs) right um because there's still i mean there's still chemicals on the organic stuff it's just maybe not you know the hard stuff or (laughs) i think
0: moral of the story is it can be frustrating like i get frustrated about trying to eat healthy because you're always in the back of your mind like is this really any healthier Mm -hmm. did i spend three extra dollars for the exact same product
1: well too we live in a very um you want to see the results very fast Mm -hmm. right and with food when you change your diet you're not going to see fast results no you're not going to see like um unless you know you change your diet and you eat a meal and you don't have pain 20 minutes after you eat and you're like oh that's a godsend that's amazing i love that um so you may see you know those kinds of results like i did very quickly Um, but you know, as far as like, you know, pesticides and stuff like that, no, you're, you know, you're not going to. Um, but I do know that, you know, you can wash your fruits and vegetables in like a vinegar water, um, wash. yeah. Yeah. Um, I even saw this like commercial for like this contraption that you actually put in the water to where your fruits and vegetables are. And it actually like brings out the toxins. You could actually see like the chemicals coming out of it. I can't remember what it's called, but it was really fascinating. And I was like, maybe I need to, you know, look into something like that. Um, But yeah, it's, it's, it can be incredibly frustrating um, in our society. I mean, in in a perfect world we would just all grow our own food and then we would just exchange it with our neighbors of like hey you're gonna grow tomatoes and carrots and lettuce and i'm gonna grow you know
0: well what's the and i don't think we put this in our notes but what's the study about how the nutrients um, you know, and so, our foods are, are way less than is. 50, 60 years ago because of the, <clears throat> the soil, soil that they're yeah. growing in. There's yeah. just, the soil's not as good as it used to be. Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, um, magnesium is a great example of that. Like we're not getting nearly the levels of magnesium, which could be, you know, attributed to why nobody sleeps well anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, because yes, our soils are so depleted. And that goes back to like, um, farmers that, um, like plowed i believe and like they just whenever they dug up the dirt it basically took like that top layer off if i'm remembering it right and it just basically led to um depletion after a while that like, it has some link to do with like the dust bowl too i remember hearing a podcast or reading something about that um but yeah i mean like our soil is basically slowly eroding and i i read somewhere that we only have like 60 harvests left and that sounds like very like fear mongering, and I hate to put that on people. Mm. Of um, you know, like there's a time limit, but I, I I say that more for people to be educated and aware. And like, hey, maybe this is the summer where you plant your own garden, <laughs> Leslie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talk this about is the it for years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have talked about it for years, but yeah, like so you know where your food's coming from, you know, and you're um, saving money. You're saving money. We've, you n- we've
0: complained about how expensive food right.
1: is you know, um, you know what you're treating it with. So, you know, what pesticides or herbicides or whatever you're putting on it or not putting on it or whatever. Um, not only that, but man, getting outside, getting in nature, getting your hands dirty, doing it with your kids, teaching your children where food comes from and how to, um, you know, uh, put nourishing things inside of their body and how to care for their body. Like, it's It's not just the you know I'm gardening because I'm afraid that the you know food scarcity, but like there's like generational ripples to it too, which is like like that's phenomenal that's amazing
0: to put you on the spot, what mm-hmm. is one food beverage whatever that you would absolutely avoid you know talking about everything we've oh, talked about man. today that affects your mental health, affects your physically what's one thing and again, this is personal I mean it's going to be different for other people, yeah. but what what's the one thing you would say you would absolutely avoid
1: uh it's got to be sugar sugar it's yeah. not a specific you That's, know i was like, thinking
0: along the lines of like um you know soda sugary drinks
1: sugary because drinks it, because it can be
0: you know we're, we're not going to sit there and eat probably a dozen donuts at one huh? time some people mm-hmm. might but, but people there, <laughs> donuts are delicious. so many people that you hear stories like yeah. oh i drink i go through a 12 pack of coke a day yeah. and it's just like because well, it again,
1: me, it goes like, like think about how much sugar is in that. Like, but, and that's what keeps you coming back to right. that Coca Cola is that sugar addiction.
0: There's so much more sugar in a, a can of Coke than there are in donuts. Like, oh, I, yeah. I said the example of donuts. I think yeah. I've read a study that, yeah. I think, I don't know if it was six donuts. I
1: believe it's six.
0: Equal how much sugar is in one, one can. can of 12 ounce can of yeah. Coke. Yeah. I exactly. mean, and we've all seen like where they pour the sugar in the bag and that's how much is in uh-huh. Coke. And it's astounding. Yeah. 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 We continue to drink it. I mean, not us personally, but people in general.
1: It's so hard too because, you know, we have scientists, we have people who have went to school to figure out on your tongue what taste buds will light up certain parts mm-hmm. of your brain the most and the fastest. Like this absolute perfect um flavor profile of salty and sweet and that will mesh together and just make your body and your brain crave it on a very visceral level i, I listened like,
0: to a podcast on the Mono health show yes. about that it was just it was an hour and a half about flavor and you yes. think you know this might be boring no it was fascinating yes like all the science and the money and the research that yep. goes into exactly what you're talking about exactly it's crazy
1: and so like you are essentially you know, you're, you're being overtaken by this flavor profile and you think it's just be, like, I don't have enough willpower and then it leads to like shame and guilt and this mm-hmm. spiral of like, why can't I just, you know, get my stuff together? and be able to you know not eat the whatever or not, not drink the coca-cola willpower. it's Th- this not is about all designed. willpower it is it's designed to keep you addicted mm-hmm. it's designed to because keep you coming money. back for more yeah. exactly exactly you hate to say
0: that you know it's all about the money but it truly it, is. it truly is it is yeah. if you
1: sniff it all back it's all about yeah. the money yes yeah. and it's like these big corporations i mean like you know think of all the um uh like foods that are under just like the frido you know, the, the Whoa, Frito yeah. umbrella, you yeah. know, I mean, it is, it's all about these big corporations making lots of money and it's a lot cheaper to make processed foods than it is to grow oh, healthy, good foods. Absolutely. They can churn out a ton of processed foods really, really fast. And that's why they can make it so cheap. Yeah we're all just like a cogs in a wheel. So like once you break that, you know, that kind of like barrier and you level up and you start putting good nutritious things in your body, your brain starts, you know, feeling better. You have more energy. It's it's like a, um, it's, it's a trickle down effect. And then you just are like, oh my gosh, like I kind of felt like I, I've broken free from you know, this chain of like the man or society. Mm-hmm. And then there's something like powerful within that oh, yeah. too, you know, like you don't feel like you're, um, you know, you're being led by something else. Yeah.
0: The last thing I'll say is, you know, it kind of goes back to when I talked about alcohol and I just kind of, after drinking alcohol for so many years, just felt like, Hey, this is normal. This is the way I should mm-hmm. always feel. Yeah. And not knowing how terrible I actually felt yeah. until I stopped. I think it's the exact same thing with the food you eat if you're used to the same foods over and over again, and it's good to just try to switch it up. I mean, even if you're eating healthy food, mm-hmm. trying to just you know, I think I saw a study the most, you know, average people eat like eight, 10 meals, you know, of the same, they kind of just repetitive, right? Over and over, oh, and over yeah, again. Yeah, it's saying. good to kind of mix those up, even if you are eating healthy, to try to bring more healthy foods into your, oh, yeah. into your lifestyle. But, Again, you know, if you're used to eating those foods, you're just going to be used to eating or feeling that way. Mm-hmm. And it's only until you switch and start eating healthier that you'll realize, wow, I really, I, I could feel so much better mm-hmm. just by putting different food in me. Oh, yeah. And a lot easier said than done, of course.
1: Oh, it's, and it's, it's a long process, like stick with it, you mm-hmm. know, cause there's been lots of times depending on, you know, what, um, what we're going through As individuals, as families, I mean, as a woman, I have a 28 day cycle. You know, Uh, like it depends on what week it is, on how I'm feeling, what I'm going to eat. It depends on our seasons, right? Like we're in winter right now. So all of our bodies are craving warm things and hearty things because we still think that we need to be storing fat for the winter because. There may be food scarcity like that's just in our DNA and who we are. So there's a lot that goes into our bodies and our biology than just straight like um, I should be eating salads all the time. You know, in the wintertime, maybe you shouldn't be eating that, you know, eat more soups and things that are going to satiate that um, more uh, like seasonal eating part. I mean, you can dive into all kinds of different stuff. Like you can look at food through the lens of energetics. You can look at food through the lens of like just wanting to build muscle. Like it just all depends on what your lifestyle is. You have to clarify that for yourself and then move forward into, you know, how you want to eat.
0: Absolutely. Well, thanks so much for your insight and expertise (laughs) because I really didn't have a whole lot to contribute other than my own personal experience. So I appreciate all the good information. Of course, we will try to link all this stuff that we've talked about in the podcast notes thank you guys so much for listening um hey do us a real quick favor if you guys are enjoying these podcast episodes the the only way we're going to truly grow is if you guys just tell your friends about it so if you could just share it if you're getting any value whatsoever just you know it would mean so much to us if you could share this with a friend um because word of mouth is is powerful yeah. Um, and, and that's the, the only way a small little podcast like this mm-hmm. is going to maybe get to more people that would never even know we exist so yeah. if you could do that if you're really enjoying it share it with a friend we'd appreciate it so much uh, as always check out our Instagram check out our uh, uh, website we have blog posts up on the website um, that we're trying to update frequently as well some relating to the episodes we do and some not mm-hmm. um, but thank you guys so much for the support really appreciate it. hope you enjoyed the episode and have a great day see
1: you later